everyone. This is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocks podcast. This is the last part of my interview that I did with Alex Newman. It's called Rescuing Our Children. And this was from the Homegrown Generation Family Expo that we did back in March. And it was an incredible conference. We've had such an incredible response from this online conference that we did. And you can access the entire thing now for only $20 by going to homegrowngeneration.com. Um, and you can sign up for it there and have access to everything, including the 2020 conference that we did as well. But before we get back into my conversation with Alex, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. Every child has a unique individual learning style. BJU Press has video lessons with engaging teachers to lead your children through each of their academic subjects. These experienced teachers will present lesson content from multiple angles so your children can absorb information at a comfortable pace. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com to see what courses are available for your students. That's bjupresshomeschool.com. Now enjoy the rest of my interview with Alex Newman. You talked about Common Core. Where are we right now with Common Core? Is that still a big thing? What's, what's, I mean, that was like, you know, all the talk a few years ago. Where is the system right now when it comes to Common Core? Is it still there? Is it called something else? I know they like to reward things so that it's not as scary and people are like, oh, it's gone. Yeah, Common Core is still ubiquitous. It's taught in almost every government school in America, uh, even in the states that said they rejected it, even in the states that said they got rid of it. Uh, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but Common Core is absolutely ubiquitous. Uh, in fact, it's still mandated under uh, federal statute. Um, the so-called Every Student Succeeds Act, this was passed incidentally with help from a lot of Republicans. Uh, Barack Obama called it a uh, Christmas miracle from the Republicans. They couldn't believe that these clowns actually embedded Obama's entire education agenda into federal law. Uh, but under ESSA, every state that is receiving federal funding must, right, it's not an option, it is a must have standards that are, and I'm quoting from the text of the statute, college and career ready. Well, there's only one set of standards that is considered college and career ready, and that is Common Core or a minor variation on Common Core. So you had a lot of states that copied and pasted Common Core onto a new document. They added a couple of sentences here. They subtracted a couple of things there. It's still 95% Common Core. And they said, this is the Indiana state standards, or these are the South Carolina excellent standards. Uh, it's all a fraud, folks. Um, and, and Common Core is not just an American thing. This is a global phenomenon. Um, I've actually got a lot of the ads that, that Bill Gates and the federal government and the different um, nonprofit organizations, the National Governors Association, the uh, the uh, Council of Chief State School Officers, et cetera, they were putting out there and they were bragging openly in their commercials for public consumption <laughs> that this was going to align America's educational system with international standards. And so what's happening now is not just the federalization or the nationalization of education. What we're watching is the globalization of education. Um, the, the UN put out something they call the World Core Curriculum some decades ago. They openly said it should be taught in every school on planet Earth. Uh, the guy who wrote those standards, Assistant Secretary General Robert Mueller, admitted in the forward to the teacher's manual that they were based on the teachings of Alice Bailey, who incidentally was the founder of the Lucifer Publishing Company. Uh, and so it, it comes full circle. They're trying to take all of the school in the world and force them to use these standards. It is, again, ubiquitous in every school system. Even charter schools use Common Core. Uh, I don't yeah. care what state you're in. I don't care what they've been rebranded. And the federal government knows these are going to dumb down your children. They commissioned a study from a group called CSAIL. It found significant negative effects in English and math. Um, but yeah, they're everywhere. And, and the next generation science standards, same people behind that. These are now uh, embedded into states all across the country. Uh, they're working on history standards. It's, um, it's a disaster event. 
Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, you you mentioned charter schools, and I want to go back to that in a minute. But before that, uh, Israel Wayne was on the other day, and he said something that I had never thought about before, and I thought it was so interesting. And I'd love to know your take on this. He talked about we were talking about colleges, and he was talking about how you know a lot of homeschool kids going into the future may not be able to get into college, not because they're not prepared, but because the tests that are being required to get into colleges are becoming more and more, you know, common core ish. And our kids are not being taught that way at home. And so they're not going to be able to answer all of the questions that they haven't been taught to pass these entrance exams to get into the colleges that are just in turn going to teach them a bunch of garbage anyway, not all colleges. I know that there are some good solid, you know, Bible teaching universities, but are you seeing that same trend happening with these kids who are trying to enter college and and what do you see in the future for that? Yeah, that's a very good point. Uh, I love Israel Wayne. Uh, One of the most important books I ever read on education was his book. Uh, What does God, Uh does God have an opinion on education? And of course he does (laughs) very clearly expressed in the scriptures. Uh, But Israel Wayne is exactly right. Um, And this is actually a problem that's affecting homeschoolers as well. Um, You know, here in Florida, we had HB1. This was the top priority for the Republican leadership in a hardcore Republican state with a supermajority of Republicans. And what it would have done, it would have given large amounts of tax money to homeschoolers and to students in private schools. And in exchange, all they have to do is give up their freedom. They had to take a <laughs> test that was aligned, you know, and they, they give a few options of tests you can use. All of them are aligned with Common Core. So what this would do is it would force homeschoolers, as soon as they mm-hmm. take the government money, to then take tests aligned with Common Core. Uh, we all know, and they all know, that testing drives the curriculum, testing drives what's taught. So if your kid is gonna have to take a Common Core aligned test at the end of the year, then you as a parent are gonna have to teach him or her uh, Common Core aligned material. So it's a very real risk. Uh, but what I would say about colleges right now, um, even the most elite universities in America, and I would never recommend that somebody send their child to Harvard or Yale or Princeton or any of these things. They used to be wonderful schools, they're total garbage now. Um, but even these schools actually have active searches now across the country. They're desperate for homeschoolers. They know mm-hmm. that homeschoolers are smarter, better behaved. They're not going to need a remedial education. They're going to go on to start huge companies. They're going to go on to be business leaders, political leaders. Uh, they know that if they want their endowments funded in the future, these are the kinds of kids that you want to go after. They see the same data we see. They know homeschoolers do better on everything. Uh, and so I wouldn't worry too much about that. Uh, you know, one of the things I, I said earlier today, I taught for 12 years uh, advanced economics, um, to mostly homeschool students. Uh, you know, the K through 12 school is primarily homeschool families. And um, what I always did, and, and I don't know that anybody else needs to do this, but what I always did was I always taught my children uh, the truth. And then also, uh, you know, what you would have to answer on, say, an advanced placement test or what you would have to answer on an SAT uh, or, or different, you know, tests that are backed by the government to get the question right. So I would teach them, you know, the, the correct understanding of these issues. And then I would teach them the Keynesian view, the socialist view, so that if they take an AP placement test and the AP test says, uh, you know, what should the government do if there's a recession? Well, then they know to regurgitate, not because they believe it, but they know that's what the test uh, makers want, that, well, then the government should uh, increase spending and they should, uh, you know, reduce interest rates and things like that. So uh, that's one thing that could be done. But honestly, um, you know, I I wouldn't send my kid to one of those types of colleges anyway. There are good Mm -hmm. colleges out there that aren't going to require this stuff, that aren't going to be teaching your children evil propaganda and trying to de-Christianize them. So I I wouldn't worry about it too much, but it's definitely an issue. And it's going to be an issue for homeschoolers as governments increasingly offer uh, big pots of money to homeschoolers who will agree to give up their freedom. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where conviction comes in, right? As, As we have to look at, you know, what are we teaching our kids and what next and trusting the Lord with their future. Yes. 
I'm going to ask a question and, and, um, for those of you who are watching this, it may step on some toes, but I'm asking you to please just, just stick with us through this and just hear the wisdom behind this, because this is a big question that so many people are asking all across the nation. It does not matter what state you live in. It, I mean, you know, we're, we're in Oklahoma, we're dealing with it. We're from California. We dealt with it big time there. Talk to us about government funds, the dangers of school choice ESAs, I know ESA is, you know, it, it's, it usually stands for education savings account, but it comes under all sorts of different names. Um, there's lots of different names, school vouchers. Talk to us about this quote unquote free money that the government is offering to parents. That's so very enticing because we can do so many wonderful things with this money. Why is there so much danger in taking this government money? Yeah, thank you, Yvette. And you know, I, I do want to start with the caveat that uh, I know a lot of wonderful people who who are promoting this idea. Um, and my assumption is that they just haven't considered the dangers. I've actually seen the dangers. When we started off earlier today, I was talking about Sweden, um, that yeah. bill where they criminalized homeschooling. Uh, in that same bill, they actually said that anybody who was uh, in any of the uh, private schools that were taking government money would from then on have to teach the government curriculum, which was totally bonkers. Uh, they would have right. to do the government test. They would have to ban Bibles. There couldn't be Bibles or prayer uh, in school anymore. So effectively what happened is they nationalized all the private schools under the guise of school choice. And so, um, you know, with all due respect to my many friends who uh, are promoting this, I think we really need to recognize the danger here. Um, it, there's never free anything. Right. Um, right. You know, when you think about a mountain, especially from the government. Exactly. Right. I mean, Reagan said that <laughs> Jesus gives us free things. <laughs> Amen. Salvation. That's right. Uh, but, you know, uh, Ronald Reagan put it very well when he said, uh, you know, some of the scariest words in the English language are I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Right. When the government comes and says, I'm from the government and I'm here to help have some free money, you should run in the other direction. Um, think of the free money as the cheese and the mousetrap. Um, it looks free. It looks delicious. You're thinking, oh, I could do so many great things in my homeschool if I had 20,000 or 30,000 or pick a number. You know, we could buy musical instruments and we could get new curricula and we could, you know, whatever. Um, ultimately, the cheese only looks free because you don't recognize that it's part of a trap. How do I know it's part of a trap? Well, I've seen it in action. I've seen the UNESCO documents where they're openly calling on governments to start handing out tax money to private schools and to non-governmental alternatives for the purpose of bringing them into the government system. They say you can once you give them money, you can bring them into your accountability measures, your testing requirements, et cetera. We just talked about the fact that the testing drives the curriculum. Um, and so it's a very, very serious danger. I, I will say this, Yvette, I'm very pleased that the conversation at the national level is moving in this direction, um, you know, because now it's not like, how do we reform the public schools anymore? I think there's a, a, almost right. a, a unanimous understanding among Christians and conservatives that, you know, that, that's like talking about reforming your cancer, right? What, what do you mean reform right. your cancer? You want to get rid of the cancer. And so now yeah, the you question- You can't turn that ship around. That's right. And so now the question is, well, how do we get the children out? Um, and this is a good conversation for us to be having, uh, but there's yeah. right ways to do it and there's wrong ways to do it. Again, go to your Bible. Uh, when your Bible tells you that you need to be teaching your child uh, when you wake up, when you lay down, when you're walking by the way, when you're sitting down to eat, um, show me the part where it says after you've gotten your money from Caesar. Um, you won't find that in there because it's not in there because God didn't intend for your children to be educated using government money that was taken from your neighbor by force. That's not the role of the government. 
So I think ultimately we need to get back to the understanding that education is a parental responsibility. Um, if you feel like you need help from your neighbor to educate your children, you go ask them nicely. Uh, a better solution if you feel like you need help would go be, go talk to your church, go talk to people in your community, go talk to the elders at your church or your pastor and say, look, you know, we're struggling financially. We need a little bit of help here so that we can get the, the books that we need for homeschooling or whatever, right? Don't go to the government. As, uh, as my friend E. Ray Moore says, with shekels come shackles. It's inevitable. It has happened in place after place. Uh, look at Canada, right? They, they used to have a thriving homeschool system. They used to have a thriving uh, free market in, in private schools, at least. Then the government started coming in and funding it. Now, Catholic schools, Protestant schools are required to teach the LGBTism. Uh, and this will come to America if we're not yeah. careful. In fact, one of the things that I found, I just wrote a big article on this. It'll be uh, appearing very soon. Uh, let me see if I can. Uh, actually, here's a quote right here from the Government Accountability Office. That This is a, a U.S. government body. And uh, I found this while I was looking for this. Um, here's a, a direct quote. Um, GAO survey found that student eligible. Oh, no, here we go. Oh, yes, I wish I had it handy. Uh, but what they say is that the vast majority of school choice programs that exist in the United States come with restrictions on them. So when parents take the money or when private schools take the money, they then must submit to an enormous number of government regulations. And just because the government regulations today don't say you have to give up all your freedom, what's going to happen when some liberal judge says, well, you can't teach your kids that the Bible is real. You can't teach your kids that there was a real Noah's Ark. Um, and that will come. That will absolutely come. So uh, we need to get our kids out of the public schools, but we need to do it in a way that doesn't jeopardize our educational liberty, that doesn't jeopardize our God-given responsibility to provide our children with a godly education. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. Okay, so then let me ask you this, because there's parents who will say, you know, you say it's, it's, it's the government money. And there are a lot of parents, we've talked to them, who say, but it's my money. I'm paying my taxes. I'm paying money into this. So it's really just using my money. How do you answer that? I'll answer by saying I'm, I'm endlessly sympathetic. Um, I, yeah. <laughs> I literally pay more money every year on my property taxes to brainwash other people's kids than I pay to yeah. give my own five children a world-class education. And I wouldn't be yeah. caught dead sending my kids to a government school. So it's wrong, it's immoral, it's wicked, but making another mistake because of a mistake that's happening isn't right. gonna make the first mistake any less of a mistake. Um, and so, you know what, I, I'm all in favor of programs if we can find a way to do them where the government just never takes your money to 
begin with, right? One of the mm-hmm. things that we proposed, and and uh, you know, I've, I've talked to a lot of policymakers here in Florida, uh, senior people at the governor's office. I actually talked to the governor a couple of weeks ago about some of these things. Um, you know, I would love to see programs where parents can just keep their money, right? Um, and, and here in Florida, I'll just give you an example because I, I know Florida the best because I'm here. Uh, when we fill out our property tax thing every year, uh, you know, you got all these little boxes. Are you a widow? Check. Uh, are you a, a veteran? Check. Um, you know, do you, uh, are you uh, a senior citizen? Check. And so by the time you're done checking all these boxes, you get a big deduction on your taxes, uh, your property taxes, depending on how many boxes you check. So if you're a, a, a single or a, a widow and a senior and et cetera, et cetera, you're going to pay a much lower property tax bill. I propose adding one more box onto that little card that says, I am a parent of a school age child and I don't want to use your government brainwash camps. I mean, you probably need some yeah. different language, <laughs> uh, but you check that box and then whatever amount of my tax money would have gone to the local government brainwash camp is then just wiped off my tax liability. I'll be happy to pay for the sheriff. I'll be happy to pay for firefighters and trash pickup and you know whatever other things government thinks they need to do, but I shouldn't be paying for the government indoctrination center. But this is a big difference, right? This isn't the government taking money from me and then giving it back to me with strings attached. Uh, This is me saying, this is my money. The government's going to just let me keep it. So I think there's a really, it it seems like an arcane distinction to people. And we had this battle in Tallahassee over HB1, and we got a lot of the changes we wanted made. Thankful to our governor, thankful to, to some of our Republican leaders that those changes were made. Um, but we, we need to recognize that this distinction is real. Uh, the courts have consistently found that when the government funds something, it doesn't just have the authority to regulate it. It actually has the responsibility to regulate right. it because that's public money. You got to have public accountability if you're using public sure. money. But if they're just not taking it from me in the first place, it's not public money. It's my money. And then I can do what I want. So it seems like an arcane. Actually, I met with a great, actually, the chairman of the Senate Education Committee in Missouri a few weeks ago. And he's got a bill to do this in Missouri to to let people deduct whatever would have gone to the school from their property taxes. Uh, He's got a complicated formula. I think there's maybe a little bit of room for improvement in the bill. But there's a lot of great ideas that are being proposed that can help make this a reality without us threatening the freedom and the independence of our homeschool families and our private yeah. schools. Yeah. Amen. And like you said, God will provide. Yes. We have made it through 12 years of homeschooling and not taken a single penny from the government to do it. And there have been times where it's been tight and it's been hard. And every time the Lord provides every single time, our girls are not, you know, without anything. I mean, God always provides everything we need and truly if you don't have any curriculum and all you have is the word of God, it's enough. Amen. It's all you need. You don't need a bunch of curriculum to homeschool your kids. It's helpful sometimes, but you don't need a bunch of stuff to homeschool. And God provides. He does. Just trust the Lord. Yeah. Um, I want to get to a quick question here. And this is from Amy. And she said, and this kind of goes back to the beginning of our conversation. Given that Plato was a totalitarian, is there any practical culture war benefit in studying the philosophers and their influence on American government? Absolutely. That is a great question. That is a great question. Thank you. And, and I would say without a doubt, um, you know, I, one of the things, one of the rules in, in my homeschooling ideas, and I don't expect everybody to adopt my ideas, but I want my children to understand the arguments of the enemy better than the enemy. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, for evolution, I want every one of my kids to read uh, Origin of Species. I want every one of my kids to understand the theory of evolution or the hypothesis. I think theory is, it gives it too much credibility, right. but the hypothesis of evolution better than the most fervent advocates so that when a discussion emerges, uh, my children will be prepared to address all those arguments and 
and then provide the counter. Uh, and I think it's critical when studying the, you know, the Greek philosophers, uh, the Roman, our founding fathers, you know, they, they were scholars of history. They understood uh, the Greek systems, the, the democratic systems that emerged there. They understood the, the Roman system. They had looked at all these different systems of government. I think it's very important for our young people to do that. Not in place of the word of God, that's the most important right. thing, but as a supplement to so that we can understand the world around us and how these systems emerged in the first place. Right. I mean, any good military knows their enemy. Yes. Any good military. I have a whole family of military people, and that's one of the most important things. You have to know your enemy. And I mean, as you read the word of God, you don't skip over the parts that talk about Satan right. and the demons. You have to read that in context of the whole story. And so absolutely, Amy, I mean, you... You, you hit it on the head. Um, that is something that we absolutely need to know. Um, a next question from her is, if a state refunded property tax to homeschooling parents with no testing or reporting re requirements, would that be a shekels, shekels situation? I think so, yes. Um, because if the money goes to the government first and then comes back to you, that's it. The The courts will say that's public money. The, there needs to be accountability. You can, government can't just be handing out money without following around and see what's going right. on with it. Uh, so I think any kind of refunding thing, uh, any kind of mechanism like that is very, very problematic. I think the, the best choice is just never send it in the first place. Um, you know, yeah. my state doesn't have an income tax. A lot of states do. Income tax is a great way to, to do this, where the government just says, all right, you're not using the public schools, then you get a big discount on your, your, your taxes. But if you have to send it to them and then they give it back to you, that's a threat. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Great answers. Um, well, we were out of time, but I want you to leave just one last bit of hope. Where does the hope come in? How do we give hope to these parents who are just like, oh, shoot, what do we do now? Um, you know, because I know that some of this is, is shocking for a lot of people to hear. I mean, we've we've been blinded in a lot of ways or we've chosen to not look. We've chosen to um, ignore what's actually happening around us. Um, and some, oftentimes it's just a, a issue of not being well enough educated to know what's actually going on. But now that we know, now that you've listened to the last hour of, of truth, Alex, what hope can you bring? Well, I would say our hope needs to be in the Lord always and everywhere. Christ is already victorious. All these evildoers, uh, they, they, a lot of them don't realize it yet, but they're done. They're doomed. They've already lost. It's over for yeah. them. And so praise the Lord. Um, you know, as long as you're an adopted child of God, you are on the winning team because yep. your king and your savior has already won the battles for us. Um, on the education front, I would say, you know, be encouraged. Uh, I, I compare the public schools to burning buildings. I mean, you would never say, well, I'd love to get my kid out of the burning building, but what am I going to do with them after that, right? I mean, they can't be in a worse situation than the burning building. So get them out. And it's actually worse than a burning building. They're being destroyed physically, academically, morally, yeah. spiritually. Get them out of the burning building. No matter what you do with them after that, they're going to be better right. off than burning in a burning building. Um, and you know what? Look at the data. It speaks for itself. Homeschoolers do better on every metric. You don't have to be a, a genius. Just follow the word of God. You'll do what you need to do. And uh, thank you so much, Yvette, for all that you and Garrett do. Uh, it's just it's such a joy to be able to thank participate you. in some small way. I'm very thankful. Yeah. Thank you so much for being with us, Alex. You are such a blessing, such a wealth of information and wisdom. Um, we really appreciate you. Where can people find out more about you and your book and your ministry? Show us your book again one more time, Crimes of the Educators. 
Crimes of the Educator. So this this can be purchased on Amazon if people want it. Uh, I sell yeah. it through my website. And Garrett website. put a link there okay. um, to the book. So. Perfect. Thank you. My website is libertysentinel.org. You can get signed copies there. Uh, our ministry is uh, publicschoolexit.com. Um, again, I'm a volunteer there. We, we do have paid staff at, at our headquarters in California. We do uh, every Friday. We do a free consultation. If you need help getting out of the system, we are there for you. If you're a church and you want to help move the people in your congregation out, we are there for you. Just let us know how we can help. That's our passion. That's what we're here for. And uh, thanks again, Yvette. Really appreciate it. God bless you. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I really hope that you've been encouraged this week by my interview with Alex Newman. Um, He is an incredible man, a wealth of information and knowledge as you've seen. And I am always so encouraged every time I talk to him or even every time I listen to anyone interviewing him. I mean, he's just amazing. So thank you guys so much for joining us this week. Again, you can access the entire conference by going to homegrowngeneration.com. And for only $20, you'll have access to the entire conference, as well as the 2020 conference and the swag bag. Um, We hope that you will take advantage of that and that you'll be blessed by it. If you guys would do us a favor, just take a pause, whatever it is that you're doing, and leave a review for this podcast so that other people can find out about it, so they can know why they should listen to it, and so that it will be a blessing to them as well. We would really appreciate that. Um, whatever platform you're listening to this on, um, you can do that. If you're watching this through YouTube, you can leave a review there too, of course, leave a comment and make sure that you like and subscribe to our channel and share it with others. Have a great day and we'll see you back here next time. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts. And we say, this is what you do step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.